Hello, and welcome to episode 34 of the Dose of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Huber, and I'm a stage four young adult lymphoma cancer survivor. As someone who's been there through a cancer diagnosis, years of chemotherapy, and side effects, including total hair loss, I'm here to guide you and your loved ones through cancer. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and thank you for sharing this podcast with others you know who are also facing cancer. I start today's show with a special shout-out to Joetta Carter-Jarecki. Joetta continues to support this podcast, and it's so greatly appreciated. Check out the ways you can support the show and the benefits you get by doing so, like hearing your name in an upcoming episode, by clicking on the Support the Show link at the end of the show description you read. I also want to dedicate this episode to my maternal grandpa, George otherwise known as Babe, since he was the baby in his family and the only boy with a few sisters. This last week marked a decade since he passed unexpectedly while I was facing stage four cancer. Since he was my favorite grandparent, this was a most difficult period of time for me. Dealing with my complete hair loss in my 30s, his passing, and chemo treatments all in the same month. How I miss his friendship, wisdom, sense of humor, caring attitude towards his family, and advice. But I know I'll be reunited with him again someday, and what a joyous reunion that will be. I wrote about him in my Cancer with Joy book, so if you have a copy, you can check out the Cancer and Your Relationships chapter towards the middle of the page, on page 91. If you don't have a copy of Cancer with Joy, you can get the book on Amazon as a paperback, ebook, or even audiobook. Switching gears, I also want to respond to a question I've commonly received. You hear a bit of music at the start of the show and the end. I've been asked about this song. It's a song I co-wrote about really living our lives and making the most of the time we have versus just getting by. Living before we die. Thriving instead of surviving. It's called Live Before I Die. I decided today to share the full song with you. Enjoy. 
another Monday rolls around Back to reality for me now Two days of freedom is just not enough There's a fire inside my soul Driving me to take control It's my time to do all the things I love Cause I wanna live before I die I wanna laugh and I wanna cry The world is waiting there for me I can do more than just survive I wanna see how far I can go When I put my board a big cruise ship and take that once in a lifetime trip I can't believe I've waited for so long and then I'll call my long lost friends to reconnect and make amends I'd love a chance to rewrite all my song resonated with you. Ask yourself, what can you do or take a step towards doing so you can feel you've really lived your life? Maybe it's time to plan a bucket list trip or call up a long-lost friend. I've got another song I co-wrote about being positive and looking on the bright side of the side effects of cancer treatment. For example, when I lost all my hair due to my cancer treatment, I realized hair wasn't growing anywhere. 
I shaved my legs, and they were continuously smooth as my chemotherapy killed the rapidly dividing and growing cells, like cancer cells, but it got healthy cells too, like our hair growth cells. While the hair on my head was gone, I found a creative workaround for that and transformed trauma into a way to gather encouragement from friends for my treatment plan ahead of me. But I considered the hair gone from my legs a bright side effect. Instead of playing another song, I'll share the link to the music video I made for my Bright Side Effects song on the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page this week for you to check out. Who else uses music as therapy? Let me know your favorite cancer-fighting song. I love Mandisa's Overcomer song. And if you're not familiar with that one, I'll also share the link to it on the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page. May 31st is World No Smoking Day, so I want to spend time on that in today's episode. Let's start by looking at the benefits of quitting tobacco use. This information comes from Cancer.net. There are many physical and mental benefits of quitting tobacco use after a cancer diagnosis. These may include longer survival, more successful treatment, fewer and less serious side effects from all types of cancer treatment, faster recovery from treatment, lower risk of second cancers, lower risk of infection, easier breathing, more energy, and better quality of life. And here's some myths about quitting smoking, some misunderstandings that people commonly have about smoking. Myth. There is no point in quitting smoking now that I have cancer. Fact, it is never too late to quit smoking. People who quit smoking after a cancer diagnosis experience the following benefits compared with people who continue to smoke. Longer life, a better chance of successful treatment, fewer side effects from treatment, faster recovery, and better quality of life. Myth, quitting smoking is too stressful for people receiving cancer treatment. Fact, nicotine addiction is hard to break, and you may find the withdrawal process uncomfortable. But the benefits of quitting smoking outweigh the challenges. Myth. People can quit by themselves. They do not need help from a healthcare professional. Fact. 
Many people can and do quit by themselves, but you may increase your chances of quitting successfully with the help of your healthcare team. They can offer support, information, and medication to help you quit for good. Myth. Most medications used to quit smoking are not successful. Fact. Many studies show that several medications can lower nicotine withdrawal symptoms and increase your chances of overcoming nicotine addiction. Your healthcare team can recommend the right medicine for you. Here's a quitting smoking timeline, and this information comes from Healthline. 20 minutes after quitting, your heart rate drops. Cigarettes raise your blood pressure and increase your heart rate. Your heart rate will begin to drop to normal levels within 20 minutes of your last cigarette. 8 to 12 hours after quitting, your blood carbon monoxide level drops. Carbon monoxide is the same dangerous fume that comes from car exhaust. It causes your heart rate to increase and causes shortness of breath. Within 8 to 12 hours, the carbon monoxide level in your blood drops and your blood oxygen increases. 48 hours after quitting, your ability to smell and taste improves. The nerve endings damaged by smoking begin to regrow, improving your sense of smell and taste. Two weeks to three months after quitting, your risk of heart attack drops. Improved circulation lower blood pressure and heart rate, and better oxygen levels and lung function all reduce your risk of a heart attack. One to nine months after quitting, you'll feel less short of breath and cough less. Coughing, shortness of breath, and sinus congestion will decrease. You'll feel more energetic overall. One year after quitting, your risk of heart disease will be cut in half. Smoking significantly increases your risk of heart disease. Five years after quitting, your risk of stroke decreases. Depending on how much and how long you smoked and your overall health, your risk of stroke will be the same as someone who's never smoked within 5 to 15 years of quitting. 10 years after quitting, your risk of lung cancer drops to that of someone who's never smoked. Your risk of dying from lung cancer will be that of a person who's never smoked. Your risk of developing other cancers decreases significantly. 
15 years after quitting, your risk of heart disease is the same as someone who's never smoked. After you quit, you'll have lower cholesterol, thinner blood, which reduces your risk of blood clots, and lower blood pressure. Many treatments and resources are available for people who want to quit smoking or using other tobacco products. Your chances of success are higher if your plan includes these steps. And listen closely to these five. Number one, set a quit date. Number two, Develop ways to deal with situations that prompt you to use tobacco. Number three, build a network of support. Number four, see a counselor. And number five, use medications to help you quit. Talk with your doctor to develop a plan that will work for you. Also, think about your why for quitting. Remembering your why can really help in those moments when you're experiencing a withdrawal or craving. Medication can at least double your chances of quitting smoking. Talk with your doctor about when and how you use tobacco. This discussion will help you find the best type of medication to help you quit. The U.S.-United States Food and Drug Administration has approved three types of medications to treat nicotine addiction. Nicotine Replacement Therapy, or NRT. People most often use NRT to quit smoking. NRT delivers small amounts of nicotine to your body. This reduces nicotine withdrawal symptoms without exposure to tobacco's other harmful chemicals. Over-the-counter NRT options include nicotine skin patches, nicotine gum, and nicotine lozenges. NRT options that require a prescription are nicotine inhalers and nicotine nasal sprays. All of these types of NRT have mild side effects. These may include headaches, nausea, digestive issues, and sleep problems. It is uncommon, but people may also experience an overdose of nicotine. Seek medical care right away if you experience a rapid heart rate, nausea and vomiting, dizziness, weakness, or a cold sweat. Wellbutrin is a type of medication that can lessen withdrawal symptoms. Common side effects include dry mouth and difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep. Then Chantix. This medication reduces withdrawal symptoms. It also prevents you from enjoying nicotine if you smoke. Common side effects include nausea, vivid dreams, constipation, and drowsiness. Counseling also increases your chances of quitting successfully. 
consider seeing a counselor along with taking medication to help you quit. Your healthcare team can help you find a professional. Up next, here's some quit lines I want to share, and you can call the one that best describes you. According to the CDC, or Centers for Disease Control, 1-800-QUIT-NOW is the national portal to a network of state quit lines. Quit lines offer evidence-based support, like counseling, referrals to local programs, and free medication to people who want to quit tobacco. During the past 15 years, it has become more common for healthcare providers to refer patients to quit lines and for quit lines to offer free nicotine replacement therapy to some callers. While counseling and medications are each effective in helping people quit smoking, they're even more effective when used together. Quit lines are in a good position to deliver this combination, which gives people the best chance of quitting. Data continue to show that quit lines are effective in helping people quit smoking and in reaching many different groups of people. Key to the success of quit lines are trained coaches who build a relationship with callers, listen closely to them, and help them develop their own personalized quit plan. Quit lines offer services to specific populations. In 2012, the Asian Smokers Quit Line, or ASQ, debuted nationwide coaching services in Chinese, Vietnamese, and Korean. The following year, NCI and CDC launched the Spanish Language National Portal. And that number is 1-855-DEJELOYA. That number again is 1-855-335-3569. In 2013, NCI and the Veterans Health Administration launched one 855 Quit Vet to serve eligible veterans. That number again is 1 855 784 8838. To keep pace with technology and with younger consumers, most state quit lines have started offering services via web, text, online chat, and apps. So remember the number 1-800-QUIT-NOW. That's 1-800-784-8669. For the Asian Smokers Quit Line, you can call 1-800-838-8917 for Chinese, 1-800-556-8917. 5564 for Korean and 1 800 778 8440 for Vietnamese. 
Finally, I want to point you to some programs from Lung.org. Quitting smoking is the single most important step a smoker can take to improve the length and quality of his or her life. Stopping smoking can be tough, but it's easier when you're not trying to do it all by yourself. The American Lung Association has lots of options to help smokers quit smoking for good. Freedom from Smoking The American Lung Association has helped hundreds of thousands of people quit smoking through freedom from smoking. Available online, through group clinics, and a self-help workbook, Freedom from Smoking teaches the skills and techniques that have been proven to help tobacco users end their addiction and become smoke-free. Quitter's Circle With a robust online community and mobile app, Quitter's Circle is a smoking cessation initiative. Developed in collaboration between the American Lung Association and Pfizer, Quitter's Circle allows users to personalize a quit plan and access resources to connect with a healthcare provider about quitting and encourages a circle of friends and family to lend support and encouragement along the way. With that, I wrap up today's episode of Dose of Joy. Next Sunday is the 35th annual National Cancer Survivors Day, so I'll share their website, ncsd.org or org, on the podcast Facebook page. I'll be sharing some inspiring survivor stories, so be sure to tune in for that one. Remember, you can email the show at doseofjoy podcast at hotmail.com. I encourage you to email if you have a non-medical question about facing cancer so I could possibly answer your question in an upcoming episode. I enjoy guiding you to specific resources based on your unique situation. Also like the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page to plug into the regular post where specific links to resources highlighted in the show are shared. Until next time, I leave you with my heartfelt wish for a joy-filled life. I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna cry waiting here for me I can do more than just survive I want to see how far I can go watch me put my heart in drive yeah I'm gonna live before I it's time to live before I die yeah I'm gonna